Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. Kevin Ring, my co-host, and I recorded this episode in September 2020. In our history as a marketing agency, we've worked with a lot of companies that have never hired an expert marketing partner before. This episode is for our first-timers. We talk about some of the misconceptions businesses have about working with agencies and what you can expect when you hire an expert service provider to partner with your business. Enjoy! Anyway, speaking of things not going well, I have a great idea for what we've been talking about. Yeah, let's do it. What is it? So, I don't know if you know this, but we're a marketing agency. That's the rumor. Yeah, and a lot of people, I think, don't necessarily fully comprehend or appreciate what it means to be working with an agency versus mm-hmm. maybe a contractor or a freelancer or even in-house. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might be fun to maybe talk through some of the misconceptions that people have working with us and yeah. hopefully straighten them some things out. Because <laughs> I feel like I think that's I a great like, idea. Yeah, we really miss the opportunity to add full value when uh, when people have just those misconceptions. So, and there's never like a good time in the sales process to be like, "Here are all the misconceptions you have about working with us that we should bust now before you right. sign this paperwork." It usually just doesn't come up that way. Yeah. And then six months later, like, I wish we could have figured out a way to tell them. That's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. No, it is interesting because it, it definitely, I was on a, a sales consultation earlier and mm-hmm. it is really interesting. I think when people come in with an expectation about what it is that we do. Um, yeah. And so in this example, what the expectation was, is that we were kind of a, a just a social media shop that we are a, basically a content farm that we could write and post and manage. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to be fair to the contact, it wasn't actually his intent to pigeonhole us like that. Mm-hmm. Really what was happening is, um, and I can really appreciate this, owners come with a problem, right? They, they are stuck in trying to accomplish uh, whatever their goal is. And most of the people that we work with are really intelligent and ambitious entrepreneurs. And so mm-hmm. they do the work to try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, this is what we need. And so the conversation is often, hey, this is what we think that we need. Uh, so I, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with people mm-hmm. having misconceptions. Um, but really, I think the the challenge for us then is how do we kind of walk through that process. So mm-hmm. yeah. I know for me, one of the things that that in that conversation, just thinking about in terms of of just being a, a, I mean, it's almost like a staff augmentation, like, hey, we're going to continue down our business this way. And you guys will just, you know, be sort of our, our content producers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think for us, one of the, the challenges and the limitations of that is, you are entrusting us with your goals, mm-hmm. right? Like we aren't just a, a production shop. We really want to partner with achieving 
whatever your business goals are. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing our expertise and our frameworks and our tools and, and experience to, uh, to, to partner with you in terms of, of working towards that goal. Mm -hmm. That's so right. It's, it's, it's always a good conversation, but it, it's, it's an important one, right? And I think the, the best place to start for us in, in talking to clients is really say, listen, no, this is about strategic growth. This is about strategic marketing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of, of options out there if you just need hands-on keyboards. So do you think the first kind of major misconception is that they need to solve their marketing problem before they come and talk to us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's a, a really great way to put it. Um, and again, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that, mm -hmm. but you know, for us really what we want to do is we want to start off these engagements with the opportunity to explore together mm -hmm. what best makes sense. And actually our approach is, is intended for that. Um, you know, we have a, a, a sort of four step framework with regard to marketing strategy that we'd like to walk through. Um, because it, it really is important that we come up with the right solution, the right mm -hmm. tactics, um, and, and not just jump in. Uh, and really the pain that it causes if we do jump in is that mm -hmm. then we get about two, three months in and realize, hey, you know, you bring up this other pain point that you're, you're experiencing. We're not in a position to, to help with that based on what we're currently doing, mm -hmm. you know, it's difficult to kind of step back and, and, and reconfigure once things get rolling. Yeah. And it can be really tricky too, right? So if you've got a client who's extremely clear that they want lead generation campaigns, you know, they think they've figured out their positioning and they're happy with their website and their brand. They really just want this. Then it's really hard to get them to unwind they start to feel like we're overselling something they didn't ask for. Yeah. You know, but I would say, you know, nine times out of 10, you're right. We get into the engagement. They've built up trust now because we've been working with them for a few months and suddenly the bigger problems start uh, arising and you're like, oh, I wish we could just unwind this a few months now and like do some strategy work before we would have gotten to this point, but we couldn't talk to you about it then because you weren't open to it, you yeah. know? <laughs> I, I, I ironically love the assumption, too, that I enjoy trying to sell you more things. <laughs> like, I know that there are companies out there that thrive on that, the yeah. whole, like, bait and switch, the whole, mm -hmm. like, get your foot in the door. But for us, you need to trust us. And yeah. me having to be like, hey, well, if you want to do that, you know, we need to talk about this mm -hmm. is what it'll take and this is what it'll cost. Uh, I don't actually enjoy then the the natural backlash of like, oh, I can't believe you're asking me for I more know. money. It's like, no, I'm trying to help you get where you want to go. I know. So, it's a harder conversation to have later. Yeah. And um, we don't want, we don't want to have hard conversations. <laughs> we want to have easy, fun conversations. So yeah, it's not great. But you know, it's like the, the clients come in and kind of set the tone for what they want to talk about. And I think what's been great since you've come onto the team is that 
we do present them with the framework up front. Yeah. They can basically opt out of doing something like that, but we want to do even the tiniest bit of workshopping with them at the beginning, maybe even to prove that they do need to go through the whole framework because they don't have the answers to everything. But, yeah. you know, clients that um, we've had for a while, I mean, even ones that we've had for a few years, I'm like, can we please do strategy now? You know, like things are going okay, but they could be going extremely well if we could just plan some stuff out with them, you know? Yeah. But yeah. They're like, yeah, why are you trying to sell me more stuff? I'm like, really just want to be successful. <laughs> That's yeah. part of it. So, yeah. It doesn't come, strategy doesn't naturally come with your managed social media plan, right? Like, right. it is extra work. So, yeah, yeah, I think well, that's and, a pretty common one. And I think that's the other part that, you know, I sort of think about in terms of misconceptions with an agency is, uh, like you just said, it's work. It's extra work. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think people think, oh, yeah, Facebook, that's easy. Oh, yeah, writing a blog, that's easy. One, no, it's not. Um, mm -hmm. I know this firsthand. Like, I have tried to implement my own marketing strategies, you know, throughout my career, the whole advice is build your own brand, you know, start this thing, build, build up your knowledge, expertise, people really come to look to you as as the expert in the field. It takes so much work to conceptualize to strategize to even begin to, to identify what the key things of that content needs to be. Mm -hmm. Then you need the channels, then you need the right, you know, templates and you need the right uh, media to go with it. You need to understand how to, you know, position in a way that strategically leads to a call to action or a transitional call to action. You need to have that set up. Like these things are not easy. And so the the biggest challenge I think is, is people just assume like, oh, you can start managing my marketing for me. Yeah. And just it's like, in. yeah, just jump in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, that leads me to one misconception I just thought of, which is um, if I hire a team of marketing people at an agency, everything will move faster than normal, which is not, not the case. I think we move maybe faster than an internal team that doesn't know how to, doesn't have a process to get through big projects and big strategy. Um, but we don't, we don't work overnight on strategy, you know? And I think we have a lot of clients that contact us and the first question was, well, how long is this going to take? Like yeah. a week? <laughs> a day? Like how long, how long does it usually take to talk to all my customers and survey them and do market research and put a plan together right. and come, you know, a week? <laughs> What are we talking here? <laughs> and I think they're always like, whoa, a few months. And you're like, well, yes, that's how long this stuff takes. Yeah. Well, the irony in all of that, too, is, is probably the biggest challenge for us in terms of walking through the process, which is laid out to be intentional, to be, I mean, it's not delayed. It's not like we're like, all right, we're going to kick off and then go on vacation. Um, really what what the biggest delay comes from is the client participation themselves mm -hmm. because getting approvals, getting content, you know, to be thoroughly 
reviewed by all of the people that need to sign off on it is is a job in and of itself. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of uh, our customers don't really anticipate how long that piece of it takes. Um, yeah. And so for us, like, not only are we bringing a team to the table who can do all of the pieces to, to develop and implement these great marketing tools for you, whether that's content or creative um, artifacts, but the own internal like process management for, for you guys is, is often something that really slows us down. And, yeah. and, and again, puts me in the difficult position of being like, well, the reason why your website isn't developed yet is because you took nine weeks to approve this word. Yeah. And, and I don't like having that conversation. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of clients too go, well, why don't you just do it? And then if I change my mind, it's not that big of a deal, right? You just go back and fix it. And you're like, that's not how that works. Right. We're not going to work on it twice. We're going to work on it once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, even for me, you know, I feel like I have a lot of empathy for our clients because I'm in their position and we have a lot of internal marketing things that are happening at our company. And so when our copywriter sends me a new ebook to approve, I'm always like, ah, I have to read this, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, when am I going to find the time to like sit down and read it and give thoughtful feedback so that it can be exactly how I want it and that we'll be happy with it and we can move to the next step. And it's a lot of work and it's hard to stop your day to do something like that. And so I have a lot of empathy for our clients who are just like, I don't want to have to do it, but these projects are only successful when they really partner with us to get the work done yeah. in a timely manner. Yeah. yeah. No. And I think that's, you know, that just brings to mind, I think one last misconception, mm-hmm. which is um, what you're buying from us is you're buying labor mm-hmm. and what the way that 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 comes across is, well, if, if we don't do this, if, you know, can we do this instead of maybe doing this this month? Mm-hmm. Or I don't understand why that, you know, shouldn't seem that hard. It really, you know, updating a website and all of that. And for us, what we are delivering is, is the value, right? And again, mm-hmm. this goes back to wanting to be your partner in terms of achieving your goal. Like, what is that goal worth to you? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think really the, the thing that, that we're really trying to communicate in our process while being flexible, because we mm-hmm. understand like your business is dynamic, your goals change um, this year has reinforced that more than mm-hmm. any other business experience I've had. But how do we work towards what do you want to look like a year from now? What do you want to look like three years from now? Our, my marketing director often says to me, He's um, not my marketing director. He's our marketing director. Um, if anything, I am I am hers to command. But <laughs> she says, I could tell you exactly where you were going to be one year from now if you would do exactly what I would tell you on time, in the cadence, specifically all of the tactics. Mm-hmm. Because what she is doing is that level of a science. I mean, yeah. it is specifically 
meant to formulate it to achieve this goal. Right. Challenges is that the, the deviations from it and the expectation of, oh, well, you know, if you're committing to this much work, this much time, well, then I can just reapply that elsewhere. It just pulls away resources from it. That's right. And it's hard to get people to stick to a plan. I had somebody ask me recently how our uh, growth-driven design work was going with clients because we tried to do this thing where we launch a minimal viable product version of a website but then work on a year-long plan to make it bigger and grow it. And it's just clients, they change too often, too quickly in the small to medium-sized market that we play in. But for them to have a minimal viable website is scary, but they feel like they it, the plans change so frequently that it's hard for them to commit to a year-long plan to grow that website in a way that's yeah. predictable enough for us to work on it. So I was like, it's just not... It's not the way we can do it. We can't do it the yeah. way it's described in the methodology. So um, it's, yeah. And she had said, like, we have to move away from annual planning and go to quarterly planning. We can have targets, but it's too hard. And yeah. like you said, this year has been particularly difficult to do any sort of planning. But um, it would be nice if clients could come in and trust the process and just let us do it because I think they'd yeah. be really happy with the results. And and I just want to be clear, this is not a complaint. No. Right. We mm -hmm. we know what we're doing and we're designing these processes with these misconceptions in mind. And so, mm -hmm. you know, for us, a lot of the 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 first part of an engagement is really um, three phases of an engagement. There's the strategy where, hey, we're getting to know you, you're getting to know us, we're working together to identify the right inputs, the right audience, and the right goals and tactics mm -hmm. for your specific situation and, and where you want to go, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what are your business goals? And then there's the onboarding, right? So we get to the end or, or not, you know, stop point, but as we move towards the end of, of phase one, the, the growth strategy piece, we have a blueprint for you. It says, mm -hmm. listen, this is where, this is how we're going to get there together. This is the roadmap, and these are the specifications for, for putting that together. But then there's the onboarding piece where it's, it's let's walk through together to get the right tools in place to take what mm -hmm. you've done and maybe that does mean rebuilding the website makes more sense than continuing to try and Frankenstein together your homegrown site. Uh, maybe that means you you should implement a new CRM or sales mm -hmm. you know tools right now. Uh, hey, we can't just assume that it takes two days to put together a white paper and. Also, don't forget, we also have to build out the campaigns and, and put together the flows and the triggers and all of the conditions that are going to uh, seed, that, that are going to make this work, yeah. right? Like it's fine tuning a machine that, that takes time. Mm -hmm. And so that onboarding piece is, is very important. And I think just setting those expectations for clients, like, hey, it's going to be a process of setup, but also for you to get comfortable with our process, mm -hmm. right? Because I appreciate how risky it is for clients to work with an agency, mm -hmm. right? Because you are you are entrusting your business in the hands of 
a separate business. And so for us, we're really intentional with our client services over the first three months to say, listen, we want to have more interaction with you to make sure we get the approvals right, make sure that you're comfortable with what we're doing, that we get the voice and tone right. Because we will ultimately get to that place where we, you trust us and we trust you and we run together well, but that doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And the third phase is that execution of like, hey, we're doing the baseline, we're nurturing the growth. How do we, you know, respond to opportunities as they come up? But let's make sure we're executing on the plan mm-hmm. appropriately and so. How do we set up those those check-ins and and make sure that the process all works? Yeah. It's not a it's not a one week and you're ready to go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But neither was growing your business to this point. That's right. right. Yeah. So, and I think we get a lot of clients that we say we have a process and they don't believe it because they've never heard of a marketing process before, right? That's part of the reason why they're here in the first place. So there's that level, that trust that there is a process and that it takes time and that we will get there together and reminding them that we need to follow the process, which is, it it is hard, especially when it's so risky for them on their end. So, yeah. yeah. So don't worry. So don't worry if you don't believe it. Don't worry if you don't trust us. That's fine. We hope that you will. Yeah. We are very intentional about who we work with because you should be, we should be, we want the partnership to work. Yeah. But we do know what we're doing. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Just like you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so you wouldn't expect us to tell you how to run your business. Similarly, let's let us show you how we run our business for your benefit. Yeah. That's that's the I whole point that. of this this podcast. Yeah. Just trust us all. Just trust us. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it up. <laughs> well, especially in the midst of the current like phase of 2020, like it is really hard for everybody with all of the things that we're currently managing. So yeah, I I I definitely can empathize with our clients right now. And Mm -hmm. we want to make it as easy as possible. And so we want to be very forthright about how and why we work. Yeah. So as they get nervous in the middle of the night, they'll now have a blogcast they can turn on to comfort them. (laughs) To help them make them feel better. (laughs) Like I say, at the end of all of my discovery calls, if in the middle of the night, there's just something you feel like you missed the opportunity to say to me, by all means, call me. It goes to voicemail. I'll listen to it in the morning. I'm not waking <laughs> up. It's not that urgent. Um, if, we're ever, if we're ever doing work for you that is that urgent, then you'll definitely have my phone number. But I usually say there's no real marketing emergencies. <laughs> we're not doing surgery. Right. <laughs> it can wait till tomorrow. Right. <laughs> well, on that note, this was great. Yeah. I think it was a good a good topic to discuss and get out in the no, open a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we nailed it. I, I really anticipate that everything will be really smooth moving forward. That's right. No I'm issues moving forward. Yeah, that would be really easy. <laughs>
better, you better get to your client meeting. They probably have the expectation that if they're gonna trust you, you need to be there on time. I know. <laughs> so on that note, I'll see you for the next episode. Did we say goodbye yet? I'm saying goodbye now. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to do your catchphrase. Go get you some. <laughs> I don't think that's it, but it's good enough for me. Anyway, great talk, Jessica. All right. Until next time. All right. See you, Kevin. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.